0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke Spade. This This is a program called...
1: The Wonderful World of Wardeen Books.
0: Good to have you back in the studio like ages. Oh, no, it has been ages. Well, I had mm-hmm. a week off and uh, you've been away from the studio for a couple of times. We've been doing it over the old blower. Yeah. We're so versatile, aren't we? It's not the same. No, it's not, it's the, not same, the same. Though. I might just get to push your microphone forward a bit so I can.
1: Oh, forward away. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's just a, I'm it's so sort loud. of like I was all in. It's like I was behind you.
1: So gobbled. <laughs>
0: Anyway, Woody, any books, just before we get started on today's uh, reviews, just remind us where you are.
1: We are. 16 Tomato Road in Havelock North and 44 Hastings Street, Napier.
0: The home of good books in Hawke's Bay, indeed. Now have got three books to look at, and uh, the first one is called Roo and Vladimir.
1: How cool are they, and cute are they, and look at all those terrified dogs on the back there. <laughs> so this is by Minky Stapleton, and it's a New Zealand publication. So that's nice. Uh, And it is subtitled An Unlikely Friendship. Yes. So let's have a look. Rue is a really happy dog. He just loves playing, he loves everybody and everything. But the only problem with Roo is that he's a whopper.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's a really big dog. And so um, sometimes people can be a little bit yes. wary. It's so exciting. I like all the things that Roo loves, you know, all the things that dogs do. Like he loves the wind in his hair. Yeah. And um, cuddles and all those things. But look at all those poor dogs there. And they're all like, oh, he's oh, no. just too Here big. Comes he's Roo. going to, is that a yeti? He's too big. Oh, is that a horse? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he's quite clumsy as well. He's a bit of a gooby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, when he wants to go and play with people, he's so enormous and his teeth are so slavering that, um, oh, I like like this page, his mouth was so massive that he would sometimes inhale things by mistake. (laughs)
0: Like a big fat ham.
1: Like the day he accidentally inhaled Mrs. Dunkirk's ham. Yes, I accidentally inhale things too sometimes. <laughs> and he grins at the other dogs, but other that's bit. all they see. Yeah. His wide, slavering mouth. So, um, oh, and then one day, a little Pekingese called the Vladimir turns up and is smitten immediately with Rue, and they become the best of friends, and they have the best time. Um, but the other dogs still aren't quite convinced. They're like, oh, no, he's going to eat him. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. and they're quite... Quite worried about the whole thing, but then, of course, there is going to be a catalyst, an event. There is a wild storm, and all the dogs get a bit trapped.
0: Ooh, look at that!
1: Yeah, guess it's who's a, it's big a, it's enough a to? It
0: is yes, a
1: temp, just to be like we've just had. So, guess who's big enough to uh, forge through the river?
0: Who's coming to the rescue? Yeah. But
1: it's rue so they're all washed. The bridge has been washed away, and they're stranded in the park. And all the dogs are like, uh, "How are they broom, again?" <laughs> That's the one. But um, Vladimir is fearless, uh, little tiny Vladimir, and Rue takes him across the river, and all, and then all the other dogs go, oh, okay, he's maybe not so bad. And this is such a good page, because they all get quite confident, and he, he takes them across the river, but there's, there's well, a hedgehog, five cats, <laughs> a snail, and a lazy duck! What's well, the, the duck yeah. doing? Um, so then Roo is the hero, and he saves the day, and they all live happily ever after. Oh, and that. the illustrations are so vibrant. they're they so marvellous. Minky Stapleton has done the words and the pictures. Yeah, well, what a talent. Yeah, and yeah. She, she's illustrated heaps of books, some of which we will have reviewed on this program before, that I can't pull out of my head no. right at the moment. But um, I love that everybody is in that picture, and the dog's big and small, and you know, it's like, don't yeah. judge a book by its cover, no, just because just he's because massive. Big and fearsome. Big and fearsome.
0: Have a soft heart. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So no. be careful. And so, it's a moral in there as well.
1: There's a moral in there too, but also it's just a really, <laughs> really yeah. lovely book about dogs.
0: <laughs> now they're all yeah.
1: <laughs> just gorgeous.
0: I think it's taking an appeal to. I mean, I liked it.
1: Yes, absolutely, and I think that's what um, really good picture books do. Yeah. Is that if the if the parents and the grandparents and the carers and anybody r- loves them and loves reading them you're gonna have such fun no. with that child and why shouldn't we yeah
0: you cannot be a good comic yeah and especially if you're good at reading like you i must say that you are very good i bet the kids just love it when you go reading just for a them.
1: big show off
0: yeah <laughs> tell us about the great circle
1: yeah this is by maggie shipstead and it was i think it was shortlisted for the booker the mm. one that's just gone um and it's a whopper isn't it it is it a- And so when it came in the shop, people kept coming in and saying, oh, that's such a good book, such a good book. And it's not something, it's a historical, mostly an historical novel about a a female aviator called Marion Graves. Mm. And she wanted to go do the Great Circle, you know, all around the the globe. And of course, there's a fabulous map in here about Marion's proposed journey. I do love a good map.
0: Yes, and that is a good map.
1: And it does show you exactly where she goes, and it mentions New Zealand quite a lot Mm. because of um, our proximity to Antarctica and, you know, being a a landing stage to get there. So the novel concerns Marion Graves, the aviator, and when she was a baby, her father was the captain of a ship, and she has a twin brother, Jamie, Marion does, and um, the mother's quite depressed not bonding with the babies at all, and... um, The father, Addison Graves, is the captain of this ship. And he says, come on this journey and you'll bond with the children. You know, we don't need nurses and wet nurses and things. Come on. And, of course, uh, the ship goes down. (laughs) And (laughs) the wife is lost, the mother. But Addison saves his children. But So he's clutching a twin in each arm, mm. and he jumps ship into the last lifeboat, but the captain shouldn't, should he? He's nice. supposed to be the last person on the ship. Exactly. So when they ev- it all comes out in the wash and they're saved and they get back to land, he's actually imprisoned. Yes,
0: that's right. So the
1: kids go and live with the uncle, who is lovely, but a gambler and a drunk, so he just lets them do whatever they like, um, and Marion's a real, what we used to call a tomboy, you know, mm. she she um, cuts her hair short, and she wears pants, and she learns to drive when she's <laughs> about 12, and she, um, because we're in like 1920s, 30s America, it's in Missoula, she runs hooch for the bootleggers, so she's doing that, and getting a right reputation, and an older man becomes quite obsessed with her, and that helps her because she becomes obsessed with flying and Mm. no one will teach her because she's a a girl a little girl never mind female she's a child as well so um, she gets this benefactor but of course he's going to want things from mm. her as as she gets older so that's that story and then in the modern day there's a young Hollywood starlet called Hadley and Hadley's parents went down in a plane crash and uh, she was orphaned and brought up by her uncle and there are parallels between these two women and Hadley is going to play Marion Mm. on the silver screen in the modern day, but it is really just the most fantastically epic story mm. about Marion and how she is fearless, and if she wants something, she will go all out to get it, mm. and she will make bargains and she will sacrifice things, and it's it's her loves and her losses mm. and her relationship with her brother, and then there's a whole piece about the brother, and then there's Hadley, who's a bit of a messed up Hollywood chick. Um, just massively entertaining all the way through
0: just listening to you sounds like a a lot of storylines going on is it easy to keep track of what's going on
1: yeah it really is yeah and um sometimes you have a favorite bit don't you and Mm. and when it goes back to the other person you don't like it but Mm. I like I was like oh great here's what Hadley's up to I wonder what's going on with her and then all right now we're back to Marion and I really loved that yeah does it all
0: come together in the end
1: yeah Uh, yes And the things, because you're told right at the beginning what's happened to Marion, and then um, there are all sorts of twists and turns and things that you weren't expecting Mm. all the way through.
0: So what would you give it out of ten?
1: It's ten out of ten. Ten
0: out of ten. Doesn't get any better than that.
1: No. Tell us about
0: this charming man. Oh,
1: this is such a fun series. I love the uh, cover. Yeah, this is book two, and The Stranger Times is book one, and it deals with a Mancunian uh, newspaper Mm. called The Stranger Times, set in the modern day. And the Stranger Times deals with the stories that don't normally go in your media, your mainstream media. Mm. So um, ghosts and sightings it's of UFOs news. and the weird news, Love of, it. yeah, the weird news basically. So um, they're not necessarily saying it's true. If you go and report to the Stranger Times, they will say so, so and so claimed that this had happened, yeah. and then they have what they call it's very unpc, but they have Loon Day where, <laughs> where anyone can turn up and tell yes. them all their like mad stories yeah. <laughs> um, about what's been happening. So they work in this. Environment, it's an old church, and uh, they've got a sign out the front that the editor, uh, Bancroft, who is a m- real misanthrope. You know, he's an Irishman, he's got a backstory of his wife's dead and he's he's miserable and all that kind of thing. But he's so rude and awful and in a hilarious manner to his staff. It's almost like, did you ever see Black Books?
0: Yes, I like that, program. almost like Bernard like Black, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and he's Irish, this character, and um, he needs a new sub-editor and so he employs Hannah who's a normal person who has just gone through (laughs) a breakup and she's never done anything like this before and I think they're desperate for staff so he employs her and they've got an office manager and they've got Reggie and Ox who are the uh, um, the reporters and they've got a a young man who just is desperate to be a reporter but they Bancroft keeps flicking him off so um, in that first book we come to find that there are something called the folk so The things, the stories that you think are not true, turns turns out some of them are true. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's an opposite force called the founders who really try to Mm. harness the power of the folk, but they're ordinary human beings, but they've become extraordinary because of uh, exploiting the magical Mm. folk. Yeah. So in book two, vampires are abroad. But the thing is, vampires don't exist. Like, they truly do not exist. It's a sort of
0: Twilight Zone-ish
1: a little bit, but a lot funnier. Yeah. Like, it, there are terrifying monsters and manipulations and conspiracies and all sorts of things going on, you know, power grabs and stuff. But in this one, there's a really cool character as well that works works from his barge in the middle of the river. I don't know what that river is in Manchester. Do you remember? No. No. Um, and <laughs> he's really annoyed a river god, goddess, and so he has to stay on the boat if he goes foot on land... Everything floods around him. Uh, and he's got a dog with him who can talk because it's actually a bloke that's had a spell yeah. put on it. And it's, oh, it's just hilarious. And he can only speak the truth. Sounds so there's fascinating. there's all sorts of crazy, awesome stuff going on in these novels and they're so much fun.
0: Who's going to like that sort of book?
1: Um, I think someone that likes a nicely plotted mystery mm. with a bit of fun in it yeah, and and kind of would like... To imagine that there is magic behind yeah. closed doors and down city streets and strange creatures.
0: <laughs> One last time, just remind our listeners who want those fabulous books, where do we get them?
1: Uh, Wardini Books, thank you.
0: Good on you, Lee, my pleasure as always. Look after yourself, talk to Same Time, Same Place next week. Awesome, thanks again. <gasps>